What's up, everybody? On today's show, takeaways from SEC Media Day 2 here in Atlanta. Nick Saban, Mike Leach, Shane Beamer, Clark Lee were all at the podium. Our very brief conversation with Alabama linebacker Will Anderson, wide receiver DK Joyner from South Carolina will join us to talk about the upcoming season, and Mississippi State defensive lineman Jaden Crumedy jumps in with us as well. Locked on SEC starts right now. You are locked on SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And what's happening, everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. Great to have you guys along. I'm Chris Gordy. Thanks for making Locked On SEC your first listen every day. Remember, Locked On SEC is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and at LockedOnSEC.com. We're going to jump into it, go around the conference. And we're going to welcome in our buddy Chris Marler from Saturday Down South, who's going to go around the conference with us. What's up, man? Oh, man. Not me. <laughs> All right, here we go. We're going around the conference. Boots out to the right. Makes the handoff. What a catch! Around the conference. And we start with Nick Saban, who has never had players like he has in Bryce Young and linebacker Will Anderson. He said to have two players that make such a significant impact on our team as those two guys, I don't recall ever having a circumstance like that. you agree with that? I mean, on offensive defense, yeah. I mean, I don't think you've had – I mean, you're talking about maybe, what, Rolando McClain and, and maybe Ingram, but I don't think it's on the same kind of level. Um, that's – I mean, that's tough. I, like, I, I think people forget sometimes because it's Bama that that team probably should have been 8-4, and 9-3 last year. And it, it was a – they were – very mediocre in parts of that game or in, in parts of that team, but they had the best offensive player and the best defensive player in the country. So, yeah, probably, I mean, maybe that is true to some extent. He wouldn't lie. <laughs> some other comments from Nick Saban. He shared that uh, uh, Bryce Young is a perfectionist and also maintains the mindset to improve and make progress as a player. Saban also said, I don't dislike name, image, and likeness. I'm all for the players. I want players to do well. Our players made over $3 million in name, image, and likeness. He said there's got to be some uniformity and protocol on how name, image, and likeness is implemented. You agree? I mean, yeah, I don't think anybody believed him. Uh, it was very weird because he, he brought up also the quote, you didn't bring up the, the haves and the have-nots. And I think, I mean, ideally, I think it's pretty obvious how much this is going to impact the have-nots around the country. You, you hear the part he brought up about making two Super Leagues and what that means for all the teams left out. Like, what does that do for those people in the in the state of college football? Yeah. Um, I thought that was interesting. But then he immediately went back and was like, just just so we're clear, we're we're one of the halves. <laughs> we're not struggling. And it was like... And, and the media said, oh, thanks for the clarification. We, were, we yeah. were confused. I did was able to catch up with Will Anderson for a br- very brief conversation. Alabama outside linebacker. Here was a little bit of that conversation with Will. Best defensive player in the country, Will Anderson. How's the offseason been for you, man? It's been great. I'm loving the offseason right now. Get a chance to, you know, get my body right, work on some things I need to work on going into the season, some things that I need to work on last season that me and Coach Saban talked about. So it's been great. Helping the younger guys as well, too. How do you build off of a season last year, or, or can you? Oh, yeah, most definitely, because, you know, when you're not complacent and you know you have things to get better on and you know that there's always room for improvement, I feel like, you know, in the mentality you have, you, your game is always going to develop and get better. So that's really what I've been focusing on. 
How excited are you for this defensive front to get Dallas Turner and all these guys? So many young guys, too, that we don't even talk about. I mean, it's a dangerous bunch. I'm so excited. So much talent on the front line. Um, a whole bunch of younger guys that's hungry. So it's going to be very exciting to watch, and I can't wait. All right, what's Will Anderson doing in his off time when you're not playing football? I'm going fishing. I'm going hunting or swimming. I'm somewhere near the water watching the waves or watching the water just cruise or watching the currents. So I'm doing something by the water. That's all. Awesome. Well, thanks for the time, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Have a good day. That was a very brief conversation with Will Anderson, but uh, that's a bad dude. So he had a quote downstairs, and I said this, I think it was, it was to you last week. I was like, the person who's going to have, I wouldn't say the best quote, but the most awkward, uncomfortable quote from like a player standpoint was going to mm -hmm. be Will Anderson. And they said... That camera's right in your face, by the way. Why is it so close to me? <laughs> this is so much. I'm turning it's it away. Don't touch I don't it. want Just it. move your chair back an inch. Well, I mean... Good lord. This is um, what we get for going around the conference with Chris Marler. Well, you should have told me that you had a fucking rearview mirror set <laughs> up right Finish your point. Um, anyway, he brought up the fact they were like asking him, you know, growing up. I don't even know what the question was. He goes, I was the type of kid like to go outside, get in the dirt, hit trees. <laughs> Which, I mean, I've I've been angry at times. I don't think I've ever hit a tree. Never hit a tree. I feel like that was probably something from Footloose. Maybe even like dance fight through <laughs> the trees. Well, Anderson was big into dance fighting without a doubt mike leach he's aware of the changes in college football and he said look i think we are starting to cloud a definition on what's a conference and what's a league it's a little bulky if it's just a conference everybody plays everybody quite a bit 10 to 12 i think this is kind of what you're after i don't think it's realistic to play more than 16 games or too many more but it's too good to have uh it's good to have quality teams all working together since we were children there's not a team in the sec you haven't heard of um I think he makes a good point. Like, I've brought that up recently. Like, the definition of, a, of the word conference is a group of teams that play each other. Right. If you start getting to 20, you're not a conference anymore. No, you're not a at league. All. Right. And I think also, I think people have, like, a bad taste in their mouth or they, they have a bad perception of what that word means because of the big the big uh, 12. Right. Right? And, like, only having nine teams. First off, the math don't add up. Well, um, yeah. I mean, we had the Pac-10, went to the Pac-12, and then the Big 12 had 10 teams. Just take the numbers out. Like, right. let's just yeah. pull them. <laughs> Don't even get me started on the Big 10 thing. Um, no, but I think, like, you know, because that's a different way. And we've seen them getting, you know, seen them get hurt by that in the BCS era. When you talk about with Oklahoma State getting left out, not having a championship game at times. Um, I, I, I mean, I don't think, like, Sankey brought up the fact that they talked about doing possibly even 10 games and just having one, one big conference. Either way, no one's going to be happy. Yeah. We're still going to bitch about this next year. Shane Beamer, he was talking about South Carolina, expects them to make a large jump this season. He said, for us, it's continuing to build on what we did last season. No one is satisfied with seven wins. I didn't come here to South Carolina to be seven and six every year. That's what they've been their entire program <laughs> history. But, yes, I mean, there's not a single person in here today or in general that's not pulling for Shane Beamer. He's a good dude. He even walking up and down Radio Row a while ago was like stopping to say hi to everybody. Yeah. How you guys doing? Nobody else does that. No, no. My you mom who was didn't here do that? She didn't say anything. Yeah, Nick Saban didn't do that. Oh, well, Nick Saban was also probably kind of busy doing other things, too. <laughs> Could you imagine I mean, if he did that? Though? To Soldier Boy. What if Nick Saban stopped by and went, how you guys doing? You getting all right? <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> like, um, what's going on, coach? Beamer continues to kind of win media days for the second year in a row. Yeah. And he even referenced what they did last year. Um... And it's also, like, you think about how bad and cringy Dabo is. He's killing it. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to take it up or go up from 7 and 5 because they probably shouldn't have been – or 7 and 6 because <laughs> they shouldn't have been that anyway. 
Lastly, uh, Clark Lee spoke with the media Jesus. today, Vanderbilt head coach, and fielded a question about his program's losing streak against conference opponents. Says he was not concerned about the streak. He said, we don't talk about that. We don't spend time on that. We don't tally up the collective records of our opponents. That's just not who we are. We're not, we're not just fighting to win an SEC game. We're fighting to become a dominant force within this conference. Obviously, winning the SEC requires winning that first game, but when that happens... It's not going to be a huge celebration. It will. It absolutely will. I mean, by all nine fans that are in the in the stands that day. Hey. Clark Lee, like, you know, he was, he was my least favorite, I think, so far of media days. And that's not maybe a knock on him. Maybe he's super serious. I don't know. Maybe he's just bald Nick Saban. If Nick Saban looked like a thumb, I don't know. <laughs> but he, the, the comment that was made about his first three opponents of the SEC conference play going 37-6 and six a year ago, they opened with Georgia, Bama, and Ole Miss. How daunting is that? It's not. Okay. Well, there you have it. That is uh, the latest going on around the conference. Better be having a spelling bee. Chris Marler, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us for around the conference. <laughs> he gave a thumbs up for those of you not listening on the podcast. Coming up next, our uh, conversation with DK Joyner from South Carolina. That is coming your way next. First, need to remind you guys about our friends over at Built Bar. From the people who invented healthy and tasty comes the latest gift to your taste buds. You probably tried the amazing coconut brownie chunk built bar, but guess what? Your friends at Built have given brownie a coconut brownie chunk the puffs treatment. That's right, the coconut brownie chunk built bar flavor you will love and a delicious, chewy, marshmallowy flavor covered in 100% real chocolate. It's a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness. Stop drooling and go to their website right now. Uh, Built.com is the website. Use our promo code LOCKED15. That's going to get you 15% off your order. Use the promo code LOCKED15. All Built Bars made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently, provides tons of health benefits, eats something that tastes good and is good for you. The Built Bar Puffs taste amazing. Built.com. Promo code LOCKED15. Get you 15% off your order right now. This is Locked on SEC. Run along here on Locked on SEC, and always fun to catch up with uh, a friend of ours, a guy who joined us on the show just a couple months ago, had the uh, phenomenal performance in the uh, Dukes Mayo Bowl. He is DK Joyner, Dakarian Joyner, sitting down with us. What's up, man? How are you? I'm doing well. How you doing, man? Doing Appreciate good. You having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, talk about what the uh, the off season is like. I was talking with uh, Spencer Radler at the Manning Passing Academy a few weeks yes. ago, and. He said, man, it was it was a wild spring, but, like, we didn't even have all our pieces yet. Like, we still had guys coming in the transfer portal and all this. What, what was the spring like for you? Yeah, it was, I mean, for, for me, myself, I played a big role of just being a leader. Uh, I was kind of banged up on some injuries uh, this, uh, this past spring. Um, but I'm fully healthy now. But this spring was all about learning from a different uh, perspective on my end, but also just kind of being in tune with my teammates, uh, just learning and just being and coaching. You know what I'm saying? That was big for me. Um, but this offseason was, was definitely productive. What uh, when you look at this receiving core, obviously bringing some other pieces and all that, but uh, what, what's it been like getting to know Spencer and, and kind of getting on the same page as him? Yeah, Spencer. I mean, he's a really interesting, cool guy. Um, since day one, whenever we met, his locker is right next to mine, like right next to each other. <laughs> um, he's a really good guy, man. We talk, we chop it up every single day. But most importantly, he's a great leader. Mm-hmm. A guy that everyone gels around uh, quickly and smoothly. Um, but we're very excited to have a talent on our team. You know what I'm saying? To be able to up our offense to a new level. I know we talked about it before, but your um, uh, coach Shane Beamer. I know you yeah. guys absolutely love him and, and everything he does, and um, he's a guy that everybody wants to play for. We're seeing that through the transfer portal. We're seeing that in recruiting as he continues to crush it. But what do you like most about Coach Shane Beamer? 
I think most importantly, the first thing that jumps off my mind with Coach Beamer is he's a player's coach. You know what I'm saying? He's all about us, whatever we want, not just what we want, but whatever we earn as well. But he's a guy that sees things from both perspectives, um, a really passionate guy about the game. Um, he loves us genuinely. He makes sure he has fun. Um, he's a great guy that we love being around, enjoy being around all the time. Uh, when you look at this defense, I think, uh, you know, last year at times they, they had some good moments, and at times I think they, they would say it, that they feel like they could get better. But what did you see from the defense, at least to this spring? I think that's natural. You know, everyone has, you know, ups and downs on both sides of the ball. Uh, but the thing with our defense, they're very competitive, very, very competitive at a high level. Um, that ups both of our games on both sides of the ball, being able to compete versus each other. Uh, those guys are very competitive, man. I can't wait to see all the great things they're going to continue to do, uh, creating turnovers for us. Um, our DBs locking out on the outside, uh, front seven playing solid. So I'm very excited to see those guys play. Of all the, the new guys that have come in, give, give me a name or two of the, the new additions you think have, can play a big role this year for you guys. Juice Wells, <laughs> Antoine Wells, uh, of course, Spencer Rattler. Um, but honestly, oh, my God. The guy that's going to be a Jew that no one thinks about, Corey Rucker, Arkansas State, that guy is going to be that guy, whether it's now <laughs> or a few years. Um, those three guys definitely jump off my mind, um, definitely increasing their depth in the wide receiver room. Uh, but those guys are really great guys. Uh, and Spencer, I mean, everybody knows who Spencer is. You know what I'm saying? Spencer's a really great guy. Uh, spins the ball really, really well. I think everybody knows that. Um, but we're looking forward to this year. What about Austin Stogner? I know there's a lot of talk Ooh, about him coming I over. I forgot about Stog. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad you said that. There's so many people that came in, you know, people kind of like run across my mind sometimes. But Stog is a really good guy. Yeah. I don't know if you know, but Nick Muse, you know Nick Yo, Muse? Yo, dude, oh. he was a trip. Bro, listen, they are almost twins. Like, they act <laughs> just alike. Um, two really, really good guys. Stog is an interesting dude, but Stog is a really, he's a hard worker. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready to see what, what, what he's going to do for us this year. Yeah, uh, Nick Muse was like the highlight of SEC Media Bro, Days. I Nick mean, is that, hilarious. That is, I is he just texted me before I got here. He just <laughs> did he give me. you any advice? He kind of did. He kind of gave me some shit about it, but it's okay. all good. <laughs> I like the uh, the threads today. You came dressed to impress. Yeah, for sure. I appreciate it, man. My mom, <laughs> my people helped me out with this little peach suit with a little foil on the inside. Uh -huh. um, brown shoe, trying to be the best dress. Little gold accessories. <laughs> Sure. I like it. You look the part. Uh, I appreciate and, you, it, man. and you back it up uh, on the field. Um, sure. You also had an opportunity to do some NIL stuff, right? Yeah, you yeah, had your sure. own website and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, I do. Uh -huh. I can't stop single.com. Uh, it's, it's my brand. I'm very happy about it because I put a lot of work into it. You know what I'm saying? But not just with the clothing brand. I expanded to a football camp I did with, with my youth uh, back in North Charleston, South Carolina. I put on a football camp. But that is about my brand and, and everything I do with NIL and connecting myself is all about. Not just marketing myself, but being able to connect with fans, being able to connect with families and stuff like that. Um, having a one-on-one -on -one experience, you know, personal relationships. Um, that's what it's all about for me. When you look back at last season, I mean, is, is it just easy to say the bowl game was the highlight of your year? I mean, y'all want to say that. <laughs> but for me, definitely. Um, it, it's, it, man, it's, it replays in my mind all the time. I get reminded every day when I go out in public. Um, but that was definitely a dream come true. And it still, it still kind of feels like a dream. <clears throat> um, but... Everywhere I go, I mean, they replay it all the time on, yeah. on, on an ESPN, SEC Network, and stuff like that. So it's cool, though, man. I remember Coach Beamer got the mayo. You didn't get any mayo on no, you, did you? I did not get no mayo okay. on me. Uh -uh. All right. <laughs> but, uh -uh. but you got the mayo bowl trophy, though, oh, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, okay. MVP trophy, yeah. Yeah, that, that's really cool. Um, yeah. When you look at this year, though, what, what is your, your ultimate goal? I mean, you, you want to show what you can do uh, yes. for the NFL scouts. I know you were talking to some of the folks at the Senior Bowl and all that. Yeah. But uh, you want to go out there and show – not only your your uh, versatility, but that you can play wide receiver consistently and also do it, you know, be able to do it at the next level, right? Yeah, most definitely. I think that's the goal. 
Um, but, you know, something I, I'm, I've been harping on the last few weeks is after the goal to myself is to be available for every role that I'm asked to be. You know what I'm saying? Whether that's special teams, offense, you know, I don't know about defense, but, you know, <laughs> special team, offense, you know, being able to just kind of be available for whatever I'm asked to do. You know what I'm saying? Be consistent all across the board. Uh, just be a guy my, my coaches and my team can lean on. The cool part is, too, I mean, now that we, we've all seen your versatility in the bowl game, I mean, now, Shane Beamer, the possibilities are endless. Put, yeah, you, in a, put you in a running back, end of rounds, mm -hmm. you know, wide receiver pass. Right. I mean, there's so definitely. many. The, the options are endless uh -huh. here. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's a good thing, too, because it gives teams something to prepare for. Every week, a team is going to have to prepare for me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, but they don't know which way we're going to come out swinging, so I guess that's a good thing. you got a pretty good arm. Yeah, I, do. I think you, I do. You've been hiding it. I, I think I do. You know, I, I played quarterback my whole life. I think I you really forget that. Yeah, like, yeah. I just started this receiver thing. You know right, what I'm right. saying? Uh, I'm a quarterback at heart, though, man. When you look at uh, the, the schedule, what, what's the hardest part about getting ready for the schedule? Is it just getting your mind ready and then also being able to do all the things mentally, balancing schoolwork, going to class, doing all that stuff on top of, man, the grind of a schedule and workouts and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, um, I'm a guy that this is, this is my senior year into it, so – it kind of is second nature to me now. Um, but, I mean, I, I don't think of it as much. But I think my biggest thing with, you know, every single week is just preparing the same every single week. You know what I'm saying? Never never try to get, you know, overwhelmed with myself. Kind of try to be on an even kill. You know what I'm saying? Have the same schedule every week. Um, I think the biggest thing with schedules every week is being able to have some downtime, being able to decompress, get away from everything. Um, I believe that's priority for me. But I'm looking forward to it, man, just kind of taking every week on the same. You know what I'm saying? Just being successful this year. Last thing, I asked Spencer a few weeks ago, I said, you know, a year ago at this time, he was on these preseason Heisman watch lists and preseason Heisman favor and all this. And I said, does it feel a little bit better that you're, you know, it's not that you're not being talked about, but you're a little bit more off the radar. And he kind of, his eyes kind of lit up and he was like, yeah, kind of like that. Kind of mm -hmm. like that we, we can play that surprise I don't know if I want to say spoiler, but kind of jump up and surprise oh, yeah. some people. Maybe week three, week four, people start going, hey, South Carolina's a team to watch oh, this yeah. year. You kind of like that? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Um, <laughs> but, you know, the thing with us, we, we just want to – the thing about us, we're so, we're so, you know, tuned into ourselves that we know that we control the narrative of everything. No matter what nobody says, you know, we put in the work, we put in the time to, every single day. You know what I'm saying? So we, we know what we're capable of. Um, and the thing is, with the you know the way we ended the season with the Duke's Mayo Bowl game, that gave us a chip on our shoulder. And I think everybody knows what we are capable of. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Adding pieces to our wide receiver room, quarterback room, you know, all over the board. So we're looking forward to it, man. I'm excited to have a great year. How hard is that to ignore all the social media stuff? It's hard because you definitely want to say something back sometimes. But the <laughs> thing is, like I said, we're so in tune with the, with each other. We hold each other accountable. Yeah. Um, we're just. I mean, it's hard, but we're, we're just ready to go play, man. I don't think people understand how excited we are to go play. All right, one more time. Remind yeah. our listeners the, the website where they can find your merch. Oh, yeah, for sure. Can'tStopSingle.com. Um, that's our merchandise. Uh, I got some new releases coming up soon uh, for the season and stuff like that. But, yeah, if y'all go shop on there, I appreciate that. Love it. Shout out. DK Joyner, thanks so much for your time, yes, man. Sir, I appreciate, I appreciate it. you, man. Best Thank of luck you. this season. Absolutely. We'll be back after this. Rolling along here from SEC Media Days, and Mississippi State is in the house. And joining us now from the Mississippi State Bulldogs is Jaden Crumedy, defensive tackle for the Mississippi State Bulldogs. What's going on, man? Welcome in. Hey, how you doing? How's uh, how's this whole Media Days thing treating you so far? It's been a long day. <laughs> has it really? Yeah, it has. So y'all 
you'll you'll flew in day of and then you go right back so it's just this long thing and they just keep sticking microphones in front of your face <laughs> yes sir <laughs> it's got to be fun though to talk about your accomplishments and, and talk about your team and excitement for the season though right yeah it is it is what's uh what's the one thing you're looking forward to most just getting back after it uh really i'm just i'm just looking forward to the lights you know uh everybody getting crump and and everybody getting loud for the cowbells all that I'm just ready to hit somebody, really. <laughs> it's so funny, you know, the, the, when you talk Mississippi State, the offense and gets all the attention, Mike Leach, and we're going to uh, run and gun, and we're going to throw for a million yards and all that, but you guys have had some really good defensive units and some really good performances throughout the years. Does, does it feel like sometimes the defense gets overlooked because the offense is so high-flying? Yeah, sometimes. I, I will say that we do get overlooked sometimes, but – like, it really doesn't matter because, for one, we're going to do what we got to do. And, you know, we make stops. We make plays. We, you know, we, we, we make sure we get to the point and we, we do everything we have to. What's interesting is I look at that defensive front and I see a lot of senior, senior, senior. You guys are very veteran-laden up front. All that experience and having those guys back, I mean, it, it's, it's good and it's going to lead to success, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, it is, right. Like, uh, with everybody we got back, uh, everybody's going to – I mean, everybody can help out the younger guys. Everybody can help each other if somebody forgot uh, what to do or, like, what to uh, what to say to the coaches and stuff. Like, uh, we all just have, have somebody to look to to make sure that we do right on the field and make sure that we know what we're doing. What's your your style? Are you are you just that that space eater? You want to eat up the interior of that of that D line, or is it hey using that technique and breaking through and <laughs> add a couple more sacks to that total? Because you had a sack last year against NC State, but yeah, so you, I'm sure in your mind you'd like to have a couple more to that right? Yeah, right? most definitely. I would love to have more sacks. Uh, I'm 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 more of a uh, like bull type of guy, and, okay. You know, work with the space that I get because like I mean I feel like. I feel like that's the uh, the most uh, that you can get from some if you if you work with the space that you got. I mean, because that's that's really with everything that you do on the D line. So, I mean, I just try to perfect that. And then like sometimes I move out to the outside, but I really like the inside more. You guys had a nice season last year, some really nice wins. But I know it, it probably bothered you the way the season ended, right? Yeah. Losing losing that to that other team in Mississippi and then losing the bowl game. Uh, it's It just leaves kind of a bad taste in your mouth. And I bet a lot of the guys in that locker room are like, man, we can't wait to get back after it. Yeah, that's right. Um, with us with uh, finishing off the way we did, it just, it just doesn't sit right with anybody on the team. So, you know, everybody is just ready and pumped for, for, the, uh, for the return of football and everybody's just ready to get on the field. You do get a little bit of revenge game in week one. You get Memphis and that, uh, we'll call it a controversial game last year in the way that one that mm -hmm. one played out. But uh, a little bit of a revenge factor there. Set the tone and try to get a W against that team and, uh, you know, kind of re redo what, what happened last year. Yeah, most definitely. I feel like we all, we all just want to, um, you know, make up for what we did last year, you know and put in all the effort that we can uh, with this game, and especially with it being our first game. doesn't matter who it is. We're just going to, you know, give it out loud and do everything we can. It's interesting. I mean, it's nice to get a nice home game to start the season. Then you're mm -hmm. on the road out to the West Coast to go play Arizona, <laughs> yeah. and then you're to Baton Rouge, which, you know, already is an evening game in Death Valley. It's never easy there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was talking with Will Rogers at the Manning Passing Academy a few weeks ago, and he goes, man, we're, we're ready to go. But, man, we know what lies ahead of us. This schedule's brutal. Yeah, it, it is. <laughs> it's going to be a real different game changer. <laughs> is it really? I mean, when you have a schedule this tough, is it all about – we 
the mantra is always game by game, week by week. But with a schedule like this, you really do have to take it week by week. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, just got to uh, make sure you focus on who you're playing. You know, watch more film than, than you usually do. And just make sure that you get to it. Talking with Jaden Crumedy of the uh, Mississippi State defensive line. Uh, you go up against this offense in practice every week. What's the biggest challenge? Uh, is it that up-tempo and, man, they're just running a million plays at you? Uh, yeah, it, it's most of the tempo. Uh, like when, once the, they throw the ball, you just got to get to the ball. got to make sure that you're in condition and, you know, um, if whenever they do uh, have a run play, you know, you got to still be ready for that. But, um, like, as far as the, uh, the pass protection, you know, you just got to keep working on your craft every day. So I feel like it's, it's doing us great. Yeah, and it's like you're, you're conditioning. Like, you got to be conditioned to get to go and get ready. Yeah. <laughs> or else you're huffing and puffing and go, hey, somebody else, come in, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's, uh, give me a good Mike Leach story. What's your, what's, your, uh, what's your funniest experience with Coach Leach? Uh, let's see. I mean, he he does a lot of stuff, especially before practice. Like when he'll just come over there, where he'll uh, we'll be start clapping because sometimes he he take a long time, so he'll start <laughs> to jog over there and then like it'll take forever for him to jog over there. <laughs> so everybody just really be laughing and uh and just ready for him to get there. And then we start he started talking. Then we just start to uh, do our bully in the ring, and it just really be funny to me. <laughs> Is he the type of coach like? You could you could approach him at any time. Like his office door is always open. Is he, is he that type of guy? Yeah, he is. He and he he talk your ears out too. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. You know, obviously he's, there's the whole pirate thing, and he wrote the book and all that. But yeah, it, it's funny because when you talk to him, you hear the funny stuff and all that. But the guy really knows a lot of football. Yeah, he does a lot of football. <laughs> uh, what's your what thing are you most looking forward to at least uh, for this season getting going? Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how. All the guys come together and, you know, uh, try to make plays together. And, you know, the younger guys, I'm just really ready to see what they got uh, to bring to the table for us. And uh, I know the uh, older guys are going to put forward every effort that they got. Uh, I'm just ready to see how this goes. Yeah, it's a lot on the line, man. With all these seniors, this is it for you guys. So yeah. you want to go out on, on, a, on a high note, right? Uh, that's right. I mean, Austin Williams, this is like his 12th year at Mississippi <laughs> State. So, you know, you want to go on top. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Jaden Crumedy, thanks so much for the time. We really appreciate it. You're welcome. Appreciate it. All right, that is going to do it for this edition of Locked on SEC. Our thanks again to DK Joyner, Jaden Crumedy, and Will Anderson all join us on the show. We'll be back tomorrow for takeaways from day three here at SEC Media Days. I'm Chris Gordy. Thank you for making us your first listen every day. Now go make your second listen. Check out some of our other great Locked On podcasts like Locked On Ole Miss, Locked On LSU, Locked On Gators. Tons of different options for you. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow right here on Locked On SEC. 